Hey guys, it's your boy Eli from the Geek Centurions, and I'm here with always these lovely people. Hello, it's your boy Kelvin. It's me, Joe. And you know, last week was it last week or was it the week before? Sometimes I just forget in these days. And these it's one, it's one it's one or the other. Yeah, the, 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 our last episode should have been, as I recall, the Zack Snyder cut. Oh no, wait, that was two weeks ago. Yes, right. Yeah, that was yeah. two weeks ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Me and Kevin thought it would be fun just to go through all the movies since that's officially coming out. We thought it would be fun just to go through all the recent ones and just, you know, talk about each one and then ranking them at the end. So we're going to be talking about them. And Kelvin has, and I, and Joy, all have seen these films to an extent, to a certain enjoyment. Yes. And to certain disdain and... Ugh. <laughs> Listen, there's a reason why mm. we're all like, oh, the Snyder cut. Yeah. Uh, uh. That's that's a thing. I actually had a conversation with a coworker the other day. He was like, like we there, you know, I was at work and they were yeah. playing the Justice League film and we were actually talking about I actually was talking to him, I was like, Oh hey, did you hear about the Snyder cut? He's like, Oh yeah, I've been hearing about it. It's like, oh, I'm really excited for it. And I'm like Really? Like I like I wanted I wanted to hear his take and he's like how he was like explaining how he was like excited to see, you know, okay, now getting Snyder's take into the films and such and I'm like eh, you know, and then we just discussed it about it and yeah. But Yeah, and we're gonna go into some of those because he basically did half of the the movies we talk about. Yeah. hmm So let's get started then. And our first film that we're going to talk about is Man of Steel, the introduction to what inevitably is the DCEU, DC, the DC Extended Universe movies. And, of course, it's about a good old boy, Superman, soups himself, the the blue boy scout. <laughs> Cue the Superman theme song. There's a reason why the room went quiet. Just, yeah. I was like, no. <laughs> they also didn't use that theme song. They really didn't. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't. They used a um, a new theme, essentially. A new theme. What was it? Oh, I forget the name of the composer. He was also Hans Batman. Zimmerman. Hans Zimmerman, also, who's in Lion King. I was like, I'll point that out. Mm. Yeah, he, it's, I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, um, Let's get started with our first review. So, Joey, nice. you starts. We're starting off with the Man of Steel, the blue Boy Scout himself, and his Zack Snyder's take on his film. So, essentially, this is Superman's origin story. This is how he came to Earth and all that good stuff. And, Joey, give us your thoughts on the film. All right. By the way, we will be going on as spoilers because, goddammit, these movies have been out forever. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, also, uh, we aren't doing Birds of Prey as in like a review segment. That's right. We're not, I forgot to say we're not doing Birds of Prey. Because we've already reviewed that. And also a, Joker as well. Episode. Yeah, Joker. Well, Joker in of itself is like, it's not really part of the whole thing. Yeah, it's its own like little separate thing away from the DCEU. So it's, it's it separate. Can't. Yeah, it's separate. And we've so also. Really... Yeah. It's not really connected. I know what you're trying to go with Kelvin, but it's not. Yeah, so it's, yeah it's, it's 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 not at all, and we've already we've actually already done a review. If you haven't, you know, check yeah, out check, check out check, check, check out our review. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it's, it's there. Yeah. yeah, 
Um, but yeah, all right. So Man of Steel, the first DCU movie. I remember going in and being like, this is okay. Um, it was very like, I don't know. It's like weird seeing it in like retrospect, I guess. In the moment, it was very sort of like, I remember it being very divisive. But I, and I always felt, I felt like I was sort of on the fence in terms of like, there's some good things in here. There's some very questionable things in here. And I want to, and I think it'd be interesting to see where this stuff goes. Um, Sadly, we saw where it went. Yeah, 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 we did. Um, but I was, uh, I think I, looking back at it in terms of like hindsight, I, it, it's, like, I think it's still a sort of solid, uh, film i guess mm-hmm. in terms there's a lot of various questionable things still in there that you know definitely sort of hinted at what was to come for the uh dcu future lineup so it's uh it's uh it's just an interesting f- film looking back at it now just seeing what it sparked and what it's uh and how, just seeing the, the legacy of it now yeah i mean my my personally for me, my disdain for it has went down, has withered, as they say, from it from a long time. And um, Kelvin, I'll, uh, before I get into it, yeah, Kelvin, you you give us your thoughts on Man of Steel. Uh, for me, you know, rewatching it multiple times, like like watching it the first time when it released out, I I definitely had some issues with it for sure. Uh, not necessarily, you know, of how I wanted to see Superman, but more of like the storyline and everything that connects, you know, everything that connects the whole, uh, you know, the idea behind Superman and with, uh, you know, Clark Kent that, you know, having the identity, you know, having the identities of like, hey, you know, Kal-El where, you know, his original name and then Clark Kent from Kansas, from Kansas, or, or I'm sorry, from Kansas City. Um, no, it's Kansas, not Kansas City. Oh, it's just Kansas. Okay, yeah. From yeah. Clark Kent from Kansas. And then where eventually is a different part of like a different isn't isn't somewhere else entirely, isn't it? No, it's in Kansas. Really? It's Kansas. Yeah. It's called Kansas okay. City for a reason. Yeah, no, no, no. But there's always sometimes it's like we have Missouri, like but we have, there's a Missouri somewhere else. And then okay. Yeah, it's that's what I I I yeah. think it's this, yeah. I think it's still like the state of Kansas, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Like but Paris, um Texas. Yeah, it's like Paris, Texas, and Athens, Athens, Texas. Yeah, because Texas likes to name everything after an already important place. Yeah. Uh, anywho, yeah, like I said, um, I feel like it identifies, you know, uh, my oh, I'm sorry, my uh, you know, my first take after watching it, you know, I had some issues, right? But after we watching it, and after we watching it several times, uh. Some things started making sense, but there was still, for me, I still feel like there were some plot holes left in the movie um, that I feel like were left unanswered, but that eventually was brought to, or that was eventually answered, or was that eventually brought into light, uh, probably around uh, when Batman vs. Superman came out, or even Justice League came out. Um, but yeah, that's that's just my take on on uh, on the Superman or the Man of Steel. So I can see what you're saying, Kelvin, but oftentimes I really just think most of that was just already planned out for it to come out. But either yeah. way, we're going to 
plan out fully. Mm-hmm. For me, when it comes to Man of Steel, here's the thing. When I first saw it, I immediately thought this is going to be one of the best Superman movies ever. Really? I knew, yeah, because here's the thing. They were, I knew where they were coming from, and I knew what the, the, the idea, what story they were adapting from. Mm-hmm. They are adapting it from, like, All-Star Superman, which is, in my opinion, the quintessential Superman story. It is the greatest Superman story ever told, in my opinion. Now... Mm-hmm. Of course, there's some other ones that I feel that you might say is better. I feel like that one just that captures that story captures Superman at yeah. its best. And essentially, when it starts off this film, you kind of get that. You kind of get this sense of like, like maybe like Superman is like kind of this the, the symbol. You know, you like to say symbol of hope. Maybe he's the one who can just like help them get to where help people get to where they need to be and all that kind of yeah. stuff. You know. Um, Jorel's what Jorel said when Forrest Man took his full flight, which is an expire, which in of itself is a great moment, inspiring moment. <clears throat> also, the fact that they were able to explore a little bit of um, Krypton was great. But for me, it started to wane a bit when we when we started to forget, and I think I'm um, maybe Zack Snyder did that when we started to forget what Superman was about. And that's always been my issue with the film. I've said it in our um, Zack Snyder video uh, episode that the moment when Superman goes, you know, Krypton had his chance, that part literally, like, I think, I think you remember my, 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 my expression, Joey. I, you just saw me go like, I'm done, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that in the theater. Yeah, because like, for me, like, that's not, Superman's whole identity is that he is trying to fit in a world where he does not belong. And that's why, you know, it's him living in, like, Kansas City, getting his, like, stuff with his family is so important. Yeah, the whole, like, maybe with, uh, maybe dr- let the kids drown was, uh, like, a really not the best way to say it. But you can argue, but there's so many ways you can argue that scene, but still. Um, that moment for me was really what kind of ruined it for me. Because... One aspect of Superman is that he always wants to know where he came from. He's that it's that immigrant story that, you know, for like say like a third generation immigrant, um, who never know who never gets a chance to visit his home country or whatever. Um, that's sort of the always the disconnect that he has. Now we didn't really get that now because of the whole you know, his his take on that. But aside from that, I mean, for me, Watching it now, like I said, my, my disdain for it has, has wavered a bit. It's more yeah. just okay. It's an okay. I feel, I feel like oftentimes with these films, uh, with the DC uh, EU films that we've been watching, um, you know, with Superman, with Man, well, I'm sorry, with Man of Steel as, as our first one, I feel like watching it the first time, we we watch it, we try to absorb as much as we can, and then yes, we give our honest review, but I feel like it's not. Um, we don't give enough up until the second, te- up until maybe the second or the third or the fourth, we watch it again. And maybe, you know, we, we ask ourselves, maybe we, maybe we judge it too harshly, or maybe we criticize it a little hard. Yeah. A little too harshly in the beginning and we didn't give it a chance um, yeah. up until the second I mean, or third. Some, you know. some films are, some films are able to do that. Some films aren't like, yeah. 
trying to think about one film that I was like, yeah, I hate this movie. But then I started like just watching it just for shits and giggles. Yeah. I can't remember the movie off the top of my head, but I just like watch, like, to watch just for like, just to make fun of it. Like, yeah. Uh, Miss K3000 kind of level shit. Mm. But, you know, that's mm. so going around, going around the rounds, what's our rating out of one out of 10? Uh, now our rating, uh, our review, our rating score for this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your rating for this one? All right, out of ten, I would, I, 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 I honestly would just say it's like a six out of ten. Nice. All right, makes sense. Kelvin, uh, I'm giving this one. Give me this one a seven. No, seven, seven. Yeah, give me a seven out of ten. I'm giving it a six point five. I bet. Uh, yeah. Now we get to. Probably the two most controversial films. One is Batman vs Superman. Oh boy! So we're, for this one, how about we just start off with the good, and then then we just all circle around with the good, <laughs> and then just circle around back with the bad, and then let's not repeat each other because I know we all want to like. <laughs> there were times where we we're gonna go each, we're gonna go at each other's throats with this if we go back if we just go roundabout and whatnot. Just just to, just to give a quick uh, little. Uh, tangent story i remember a friend of mine she was telling me how she was hanging out with some of her friends uh and we who we and one of us and we both have a mutual friend among them and how he got into an argument with another friend about Batman minister man where they argued whether it was good or not and it was just like mm. you should have called me i would have like ran up there and be like listen boy <laughs> i probably shouldn't have said that but you know <laughs> Uh, yeah, but so Joey, just give us your um, quick take on Batman and Superman. All right, so it is a jumbled mess for me. Uh, and just to preface, I, I mean, the Ultimate Edition, I will say, like fixes some stuff, but it's I don't think it fixes everything about the film. It's the Ultimate Edition doesn't make it uh, like you know, a 10 out of 10 in my eyes. Uh, but with that quick aside, um yeah, I just like I like Batman. Uh, I like Ben Affleck as Batman. He was a solid choice, and it's sort of you know sad that you know he is. Uh, say he might come back though. They say it, but I'm like ninety percent positive that Bat- that Ben Affleck will never touch a superhero film again. Daredevil mm-hmm. burned him the first time, and then he yeah, was like, uh, you know what? Maybe I'm, I'm maybe I'm ready. Maybe I'm back in the game. I'll be Batman. And then look, watch what happened. He was like. He, he was like, nobody cares about this film I made about New York gangsters. They only want to talk about what am I going to do for the Batman film? Fuck this shit. I'm out. I'm, just, I'm, also, I'm also getting a divorce and now I become chronically alcoholic. Help me. I'm just go, I'm just thinking what I'm just thinking what's going through my head is like, you know, how Daredevil was bad. And like that was Marvel. It's like, oh, Marvel didn't work out. Oh, let me hop it over to DC and see how I do with DC. <laughs> <laughs> Joey pretty much summed it up, dude. I've, God, yeah, like his, his decline in Batman versus and Bat, from Batman it was just literally. There's a video out there that sums up. It's literally a, a, a compilation of interviews where he's talking about this this movie that he directed and written. What was it called again? I don't remember the name. That's the problem. I think. <laughs> but, and but people kept asking him. So what about Batman? So what about Batman? So it's like it's like so, Kevin. Imagine you're working on a big project. But I keep asking you about this other project that's not even ready yet. 
Nice. Oh, geez. Yeah, yeah. You can tell that he gets really annoyed by the end of it. But yeah, back on point. Um, <laughs> good Batman. Yeah, you know, it's, you know, Batman. Good Batman. Good Alfred. Jeremy Irons. Always oh, great. Yeah. Always great at yeah. everything. I mean, there's like some good uh, musical score by Hans Zimmer, but he's always usually good in everything uh, he does. Um, I mean, there are some like pretty uh, sh- like visuals, pretty uh, yeah. shots they've done. Um, everything else though is all kinds of all we'll kinds of there. not all kinds of not great. We'll get there. Yeah, Kelvin, your your good take on that member Superman. Uh, where do I start? Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, like my 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 whole take with Batman vs Superman, right? Was you know, oh man, it's to be fair, Kevin, you went in already hating the idea of it. I, I I I wasn't I wasn't like yeah. Initially, I actually thought that it was gonna do solid. I actually thought it was gonna do well. But, you know, yeah, watching... I, I remind you, Kelvin, that you, one of the big things, and I'll always bring this up to you, because I thought it was the dumbest argument we ever had, you and me. Yeah. That you were mad that they ha- that they chose to give... I'm about to say Zack Snyder. Uh, they, they chose to give Lex Luthor. Jesse, Jesse Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg. Uh, is, you, you, were, you were upset that they, they chose Jesse Eisenberg to have hair. You were like, Lex Luthor doesn't have hair. And I'm like, motherfucker. Yeah, I, I remember that. Did. I remember that conversation well, and I, I regret starting that now. Yeah, because you were you now realize <laughs> that was a very stupid hill to die on. Yeah. Um. No, no, no. But like, but as you know, after watching, finally watching the film now with Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor, and then going through the process of you know like him becoming you know the Lex Luthor like image, so to speak. Now yeah. I'm just looking at it. I'm like. They they could have chose I I in my like and afterwards. Here's the thing, here's the thing coming. We just want to hear your good. We just want to hear your good. Yeah. We, yeah, we if, were. I know you want to jump in on the bad because you can't think of anything good. <laughs> I, I just can't because like because um, like you you are blinded by rage at this point, Kelvin. Right. Just just, just think of the good, the stuff that you did. Like. Well, okay. So the good, whatever I can salvage from it, uh, I will say that uh, what I did enjoy is the whole um, you know the complex structure. <laughs> Of the whole, you know, uh, which I guess uh, uh, Jesse Eisenberg's take on Lex Luthor, what he says in the film of the whole man versus God, you know, who's who's the, who's the better half or who's who would be like the righteous one in the end, you know. Well, he didn't say, oh, um, you know, I'm just going to I'm going to let you finish. Um, you know, it's it it brings the whole complex of the whole like. um you know who's right, who's or you know who's right, who's in the right, who's in the wrong, uh, who should have the ultimate power in the end, and how you know it. You know we all know it's a it's a possibility. Like you know what if what if one day Superman were to go rogue, and what if one day Superman were to use his powers to basically enslave the entire Earth, kind of deal. Um, you know we did we did get that, and I. I was intrigued when they bought the whole what was it when they bought snippets not the whole thing but snippets of um uh flashpoint uh they could have done that better but you know I I wasn't I was like the initial after the initial watch I was just intrigued that's it it I wasn't blown away by it I wasn't excited for it I was just 
intrigued. I'm like, huh, okay, this that's that's, that's interesting, but a little weird that they are bringing, um, essentially like I guess a complete like uh, like a whole new storyline, if you will, but like summarizing it in one snippet into like you know, and bat essentially a Batman versus Superman film. So. Yeah, so that's that, that that's <laughs> okay. that that's what that's the good I was able to salvage from this film. So so I'll tell you this right now, Kelvin. Um you were really struggling there because you you misinterpret a lot of stuff that happens in the movie. Mm. I'm like that that wasn't what Jesse Eisenberg was talking to so like Sluther, he meant something else, but okay. Um clearly doing this with Flashpoint, but yeah. but aside from that, Kelvin, I think you that I, I commend you. You, you tried. We we said you, you had this is a trying moment for you. You're just giving me like just shut, just go. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Like oh, you, see, that you, you see my eyebrows going like 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 this. That means okay, just like <laughs> keep going. Like I know yeah. my reviews of movies and such is not like not always the best accurate take, and you know don't take. No, no, no! I'm not talking about your view. But I'm talking about like the fact that you just showed you tried to struggle there. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess it's my turn to give you. So the good of bad members, man. Before we go into the bad, it is. It's once again Zack Snyder. I've said this before. He is great at visual storytelling. I love that opening shot of Bruce Wayne's um, origin. It was. So direct it was we already know what happens we don't have to go into the whole thing we just it goes by quick we already know what's happening mm-hmm. but the way it's shot it's shot like it was written it was like it was shot like it was drawn from a, it was from the straight from a comic book panel the way it's angled the use of colors the use of um balance that you would see in art and most of these takes on art it is done well i'm just like oh my god he's made it seem so comic book like Great, Bam. Like Joey said, you know, soup. You know, uh, Ben Affleck as Batman, the Batfleck. It's pretty great. He had that smoothness. He had, he showed the the detectiveness, and he was trying to be as strong and capable as any other superhero. The pacing was pretty good for the first good half. You know, they started they started to bring in this like this idea of of like what is uh. What would happen if Superman was in the was real was in our real world? How would the world react? People would be a little trustworthy of him, a little disdain, like the shot, like basically the the montage of him saving people was probably one of the best montages and one of the best things that explains the situ the situation that Superman's kind of going through with the people. That was great. Now let's go into the bad. Joey, start us off with the with the bad. Oh, all right. Well, a lot of things are bad. L- lots of things. Batman's whole reasoning to fight Superman in the first place is just very sort of dumb, you know? Mm-hmm. If he's the world's greatest detective, you, you wouldn't think that he would just figure out that Superman is, like, legit a good guy and just not give in to his xenophobiaism. I mean, like... Uh, I don't know. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg, I mean, I do not like him as Lex Luthor at all. I Thank just, you. Just... I wasn't defending him. I was saying he could be a good Lex Luthor. 
No, I, no I, I'm not saying you were. I'm just saying, evil, like, you know. Evil Mark Zuckerberg does not work for me, is all I got to say. It, it, because <laughs> I can't, cause, just because I just can't take him very seriously. He's he, he's a better Riddler than uh, Lex Luthor. I mean, yeah, I remember, I do remember there was a dumb idea of, like, he, he's not Lex Luthor. He's actually the Riddler pretending to be Lex Luthor. It's like, that's fucking retarded. That you just, 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 just <laughs> reality that that the director made a poor casting choice, and you know is it because like they're they're like thinking like oh Zack Snyder's playing chess we're all, we're all playing checkers no he's he's not doing any of that <laughs> but all right continuing on um the whole dream sequence thing really dumb. Um, while it looks cool visually, it just has no place in this movie and just sort of derails the whole pacing of the film. And even more so... Kevin, I like how you're saying, like, I was right. Kevin, we all agree I'm, on I'm, this. I'm not we saying... We all agree on this. <laughs> you're making it seem like I knew better, but Kevin, we all knew this. He's telling us what we all think. I'm surprised yeah. you were able to see that. <laughs> I can see everything, boy. Plus, for World Vision, I can see, like, from the corner of my eye. Mm. Yeah, all right. But, but, yeah, I just... There's a lot of problems. The weird uh, plot of, like, um, the Senate hearings, you know, just goes basically nowhere, considering what happens. and The fact that it was all set up? Yeah, uh, it just... I mean, this is a, this is probably the factor that it feels way too long, and the ultimate cut doesn't help with that either. It's just... There's just a lot of problems with it. Mm-hmm. Just like so many. Also, like even Lex Luthor's plan of like manipulating bats and soups to fight, and then having a weird backup plan of making Doomsday, and it's sort of just like if Batman had actually went and killed Superman, what would have Lex Luthor done with Doomsday? Because he was because he, he was basically ready to pop by the end of the fight. So it's sort of just like. What are you doing? <laughs> what is your plan here? I recall that there was a video. Um, it's one of those. It's one of those from that series, Honest Trailers. That they literally oh, make yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about, Killer? I right? know. Yeah. They literally make fun of the whole plan. I think that sums up everyone's thoughts on that plan. Yeah. But uh, Kelvin, um, it's your turn to give your take. Do not repeat what Joey said because we all basically agree what he said. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Um. The Batman, like, okay, going straight in. I'm gonna go. Actually, gonna go straight into the meat of things here. The the main really because he just told you the whole meat. Well, okay. Well, he got like he got you, you the, got the greens, boy. You got the greens. No, okay. Well, Joey got the Joey pretty much got the appetizers and bit like and and no, probably got, half he, the entree. He, he, he gave you the whole thing. You got the greens. Yeah, the entree. Okay, fine. I'll I'll get the sides and the desserts if you will. Um, the the big, uh, the, the big eventual fight that we see that is, you know, the high, you know, the high tech armored up Batman and Superman duking it out. You know, when they, when you know, basic when Lex Luthor is like manipulating both of them with the whole, you know, he oh he 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 held uh Superman's um pretty much mom hostage and you know they mom, say, oh mom and girlfriend don't forget Lois mom mom and girlfriend hostage oh, 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 oh. well no just. The mom. Lois escapes. Because Superman, because for whatever reason, Superman Superman was able to save her, but he didn't really plan. That whole plan was stupid with Lois Lane. Let's just say that. 
it's yeah. just a reason to have Lois do the, something in the movie. Yeah. Going going into the you know the I guess the main fight, if you will, uh, of the movie at you know uh, you know yes, visually it was great. I liked the action. I liked the whole you know the the initial confrontation mm-hmm. when Superman rips off the hood and that is just Batman just staring right into you know Superman. You know, do you bleed? You know, do you bleed? Um, you know that part. That part again, visually and choreograph wise, it was good. The 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 thing that ended the fight, though. Oh, I, uh, I, yeah, I, we, were, we were trying to save that, Kelvin. God damn it! Ha! My moment now. <laughs> the not really the, the one word to end the fight. What now? Okay, now granted, you know. The Batman versus Superman that we know in the comics versus you know this, it's obviously not the same. And and to me, like one of the other reasons why I did not enjoy the fight as much is because I was sucked so or I was told so much from the fanboys' perspective of how they wanted to see old man Bruce Wayne versus Superman duke it out. I'm like that, like it flo- that flooded so, that flooded so, my so, brain so first much. First of all, I'll say this, Kevin. I'll say this. Yeah. Mm. It took one word to end the, re- the fight. The reason the two re- the reason why we got that fight is really stupid. Yeah. The reason why people were excited for it was never gonna was never gonna go down the same way there was, and I'll, and I'll explain it when I get to give my take. But yeah. um, but but yeah, but it it took one word to end the fight. Martha, that's it. That's literally why the fight ends. Like right yeah. as right as Superman has the staff with the kryptonite. He's about to deliver the final blow, and well, Kevin, you clearly see that at the beginning of the film, Mar- <laughs> Bruce's I mean, father, I, I, I know, Bruce's I, father I, calls out his wife's name Martha, and, and so therefore, be... therefore, it caused a trigger of his of him remembering his, of his own mother, and I'm just like, okay, I get that part, but why would he go? It, no, just no. Exactly. Ex- like <laughs> that was visually upsetting. Like, like I can and you mean storytelling the, upsetting? Yeah, I like in in the when I was in the theater watching it for the first time, I could he- I could hear everybody's reaction. Like, just not like oh my oh my gosh, but it's just like the whole I can feel everybody's reaction of that. You can feel the there. eye roll. Yeah, like, are you kidding me right now? Like. Exactly the eye roll. You were like, "What in the actual hell?" <laughs> I was like, "So, so that's one." Second was the, um, you know, the snip. I guess was it? Um, oh, the. Uh, um, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, the uh, the the whole interaction scene of the disgruntled Bruce Wayne employee, how. You know he. Oh, that whole sequence. Yeah, the the whole sequence of the, the of the disgruntled employee and how he says, you know, oh, I know Bruce Wayne, I know him, and then eventually goes to court, and you know, saying that, oh, hey, Superman caused this. Like Superman's the reason I'm like this right now. And to me, that was it was a little bit weak. It's it was. Yeah, remember when Joey said that was got thrown out the window? That's exactly what he meant by when he got thrown out the window. Well, I mean, the, I mean, I was also I was talking about the whole African thing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, well, they killed off Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, yeah. There's a whole listen. All right, there's there's enough bad for everyone to talk about. That's true. They killed off whole... Jimmy Olsen. I'm still mad about that. Listen, 
Jimmy would never survive in the modern world. Uh, hold on a sec. Wait, so you're you're telling me that building that building going book wars that the, the no, no, no 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 Kelvin Kelvin. Okay, I know that's not that scene. It's the one in Africa where Lois and that other guy were meeting with that warlord or whatever. Oh yeah yeah. Uh-huh. The guy that got shot that was Jimmy Olsen. Yeah. Oh what? Uh, Why do you have to kill J- Superman's old pal Jimmy Olsen? Why? What did Jimmy Olsen do? Because it's not your dad, Superman. It's Superman for the young people, for the grittiness, bro. <gasps> the, the edge. I I I can't. Oh, I can't. I love how Kelvin was like, "I took this from you, Eli," and I'm just like, "Well, I took something from you, Kelvin." Eye for an eye. Uh, one one last bad moment before we move Makes on to you, Eli. Right. right? Uh, one last one last moment. Uh, I before I pass it on to you of bad. Um, I will say is the eventual like get to the end and the um the prison shot scene. The prisons the prison shot scene with you know Lex Luthor finally behind bars. You know everybody hashed it out and you know and eventually. You know, we, we we all know, like, Lex Luthor got what he wanted. He got his plan was came into fruition. The whole plan was dumb, and yet it still went through. And you know, the, the whole prison shot, the whole prison shot with with with, with Lex Luthor. Um, uh, you know, the the whole transition of like you know, you know, when they finally shaved his head off and and everything and. No, we we just ended with that, you know. The ding 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 ding. That's how he ends it. That's how he ends it. Like the bill has been rung, and he starts going ding 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 ding. Yeah, ding 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 ding. That's it. That that's it. That was so point. Like, what was the point of this? I was like, this is. I I still defended. I'm not gonna. I guess I I feel like just Iceberg can pull it off. He can be intimidating. You just didn't know how to write Lex Luthor. No, yeah. All right, Eli, pass pa- passing the torch on to you. I need to collect myself for a minute mm. before you go off. Yeah, it's not tea, but the water in a bottle yeah. is about to get. Yeah, think, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a bit over dramatic, right? It's for the video wise. Okay. Well, for the audience, I just drank in like half a bottle of water, just chugged it for no reason, and, I guess. And I was going to be in my way. I mean, and I was saying, yeah. and I was saying, oh, the tea's about to go down, but it's not tea. It's just water in a bottle. Oh, the water in the bottle is about to go down. And I missed, too. And you missed. We, we can hear the sound. Just, like this, just like this movie and missed it. And missed the <laughs> All right. Damn. All right. So have at, have at it. Everything you two have been saying is 100% correct. I am fully aboard with everything you guys just said. One other thing I feel like a lot of people forget to mention is how this movie treats Superman. Superman is basically non-existent at this point. He just kind of just sits there and reacts. There's no character. There's nothing that goes on. Henry Cavill, while the fact that I liked him in some stuff, kind of doesn't really do much with this character. And essentially what you wanted to do with this movie was... You get. Yeah, I'm good. Go ahead. 
Okay, you, I had a whole moment there, and now it's kind of yeah. Uh, right. I'll try to keep going. But essentially, now you try to do this whole like impactful moment that you know building up to essentially, you know why we all love Superman. But in reality, we just you never give us anything to latch on to this Superman. Everything that we liked about him in the first movie ends up being kind of eh, ruined a little bit by the end of the, that movie. This point, there's nothing to latch on to. I don't really care. It was just sad because Superman's one of my favorite characters. I'm looking at a Funko Pop of Superman right now. It's right there. Pointing at it. Camera can't see that, so yeah. But that's kind of the point. But essentially, but really what hurts me the most is that you tried to cash in an emotional moment by doing the death of Superman. The one thing I feel like if you're going to do, you're going to have to build up to that. The death of Superman is a is a really important moment for the character. It's little. It's not because he dies. It's because he dies fight. He mm-hmm. just keeps going. It's literally that. It's literally like. It's literally watching the underdog fighting, the top dog. It's literally Rocky versus Apollo. You Apollo is being the shit out of Rocky. But Rocky keeps going. And he wins. That's that's what we wanted to see. Now, don't get me wrong; it was cool to see, like the Trinity. I'm surprised we didn't talk about Wonder Woman this whole time. Well, because she barely makes that much of an impact on the story. Fair she enough. Makes, like, she makes like once, I, I, not even like a full. She makes scene, like three like, scenes and then a full fight scene. That's it. Yeah, she only yeah, shows that, up in like the final fight against the Doomsday. That's yeah. it. That's literally it. And just the whole situation there is just like you want us to feel for Superman, but yet we don't really have anything to feel for him. Hmm. Like what? What's the point? And now that he's and you used up like his most well-known, aside from like a lot of other stories, like one of his most well-known events for a movie that's just trash. Mm-hmm. That's really the thing that bothers me to this day. Also, the fact that um, they kept. This is this is a little tangent, and before we go, give our uh, full review. Um, do you remember how this movie keeps trying to make Superman Jesus? I mean, yeah, it, it's something uh, that was happening in the last film too. But yeah, there's a lot of weird like Jesus allegories. Uh, so, just to sum it up, we all, everyone who I've been friends with have known about that, like they're trying to make him look like Jesus. But the fact that they this movie ends ends with him dying. When the movie was released on Good Friday, was oh, really? it was released on Good Friday? Oh boy! I don't yeah, they literally went with that whole. They really went with that whole thing. I just, I just want to point that out because, like, I was just like, literally, when my friend told me that we were in the middle of class, we were in an art class, and he told me that, and that they, uh, they basically made Jesus. <laughs> they did the whole uh, thing, and plus, if you remember how the shit, the scene, like everything's all rubble and stuff. There's like apparently like there's three crosses in the background. Literally, go look it up. I'm not lying. Literally, when he told me this, I was just like, "Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, ramming the whole religious allegory in there. That's 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 about as uh, that's that's less subtle than Aslan the Lion in uh in the Chronicles of Narnia. So yeah, because Aslan's Jesus. He is Jesus. He is Jesus. That's how it ends. <laughs> Kevin's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, I, I, no, I remember uh, Chronicles of Narnia, and uh, yeah. 
Yeah, Aslan the Lion, he's actually Jesus. The book ends with all the kids dying and going to heaven to find Not all the kids. Oh, except for the one, one that one child. The the oldest daughter, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wonder why. Wonder why. Essentially, yeah, so that's my take. Uh Joey, give give your um out of ten for this movie. Alright, my rating. I will go with a five out of ten. Five out of ten. Kelvin, your rating. Uh <laughs> four and a half. All right. All right. I still give it a five. Yeah. I I feel like Kelvin just like he's just he just oh that's right. I forgot to talk about um so Kevin, you know how they all talk about this how the story is supposed to go? You do they do realize that's from an alternate universe story that has them fighting for different reasons, right? Yeah. Like yeah, they so have, like, they all have their own particular, you know, reasons. Well, the thing to, is is that to fight. So here's the thing you need to realize about that story. It was um The Dark Knight Returns. The writer hates Superman and therefore that's why he made them he's he loves Batman and he hates Superman. That's why they that's why he came up with this reason for them fighting is that Superman mm-hmm. is kind of like the the rebellious one while Superman because he's the boy scout he has to be like the one following all the presidential rules even if the president mm-hmm. is a complete a, a, a hole yeah and that's why like so them, them fighting made sense there but at the same time you gotta remember this is coming from a guy who hates Superman so you can't really expect a reasonable fight <laughs> uh it was like uh somewhat biased then oh hell yeah it was yeah and he, yeah, he he hates Superman, even though he just recently wrote a Superman book that was mm. trash too. Mm. And yeah, now let's move on to. I would say the the one that's more worse than Batman vs Superman, in a lot of ways. Suicide Squad. <laughs> what? Uh, wait, hold on. Didn't we say it was not going to be on the list? No, we said Harley Quinn and Joker. Yeah. I said Suicide Squad. Never mind. I said, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Suicide Squad. Yeah. yeah. So, Joey, um, this is the third film. Talk about Suicide Squad. The, do we want to say the good first or just going to go all out of it? Is there any good in this movie? I was just about to say that. <laughs> I was just about to say that. And only the is only, there... maybe the only good things I vaguely remember was. Uh, uh, Viola Davis as Amanda Waller. That's pretty on the nose casting. Like, mm-hmm. that's like, yeah. Um, um. Uh, Harley Quinn is solid. Uh, Margot Robbie has d- done a good job, mm-hmm. and you know she's carried it through to the Birds of Prey movie. Uh, Will Smith is just Will Smith. So I mean, you know, he'll 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 do anything, and he'll make it marginally okay. You know, marginally okay. Just because I mean, you have Will Smith in a movie doesn't necessarily mean it will uh, carry, so to speak. Yeah, after Earth. After Earth. 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 Yeah. Earth. yeah, yeah. Earth. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure. Although, to be fair, if Independence Day 2 had Will Smith in it, I'm pretty sure people would have liked it more. But no, he just dies off screen for no reason. Mm, that's still tending <laughs> itself. Yeah, but, uh, but anyways, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, all right. Suicide Squad, the good or just go at it. If right. if any, if any subtle traces. Yeah, let's let's not. Also, let's not copy each other because I know. Uh... All right, I'll try to talk about stuff that I think only I. Well, I think I I usually. Uh, uh, all right, it is. It's not great. It's uh, I think. Uh, <laughs> 
starting off. There's no good. It. It's not great. There's no like. There's no good. But it's, it's not. not great. Not like it's not great. It's just the way he said. He's like. It's, it's not <laughs> yeah. It's just, I remember watching this film, and it is. I think I remember trying to rewatch it, and I. It's just. It is just not good. It, I reportedly the director had like had wrote the script in like six weeks. Six weeks, which is no with no proofreading whatsoever you need to you know plan this out but whatever the film is already a mess yeah it's it's just like very awkward and i think part of that has to do with the history of it in that uh the the studio warner brothers uh panicked seeing how people reacted to batman v superman and desperately tr- did as many research as reshoots as possible to try to make it slightly different from Batman v Superman and it just comes out all weird um the editing is goddamn atrocious like this is someone that comes from that editing background and like seeing some of the stuff that happens I think the biggest example is like right before the final fight um where it's like they're trying to decide how to confront the Enchantress. Uh, and El Diablo is sort of like trying to like, you know, it's trying to be, I guess, the heart of the crew and just trying to lift their spirits up from behind a pillar. And then the next shot is literally them already walking down the stairs. And it's sort of just like, there's no transitional phase there. What? How? how what? It doesn't make you just like, that's just lazy editing. It's just uh, there's, there's tons I, of that, and it just I, really I remember me. Joey. Um, we all know this is a bad editing scene, it's the one where like uh, the Joker is torturing uh, Harley Quinn. You, I remember looking at your face, you just there was like three phases there was disgust, anger, and like rejection all in one. Fa- I don't know, I don't know how you did it, but you're gonna have all three emotions in one face. See, here's the thing. I don't remember that. I feel like I blacked out some of that part. <laughs> but yeah, it's just—it's not like the editing is just like, and I, and I get it's just all kinds of bad. But besides that, just I think a lot of the humor is just very odd, and just some of the acting is very weird. Like I think one of my favorite things in sort of a "it's so bad it's good" is uh, oh, I know where this is going. <laughs> is uh, I think one of the it's like sort of the I guess them describing Deadshot's sort of backstory kind of uh, where he has his daughter and they're walking around and like the daughter is all like mama says I can't be with you because you kill people and then Will Smith just goes that's not true that's a lie she's lying to you <laughs> and it's, and then you know and then it transitions to Batman coming out of nowhere in an alley to beating the crap out, out of beating the crap out of him yeah, be, his be, yeah, and you're just like, and she's probably just like, Batman, don't kill my dad. <laughs> it's like, it's just all kinds of. Uh... Are you going to talk about Katana? <laughs> oh right, I forgot about Katana. Uh, yeah, also having, also doing the weird thing where like you, ha- like oh, right, 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 because I forgot, like, fucking, all right, yeah, they introduced Katana. She just comes out of nowhere in the film, and he's like, yeah, this is Katana. She's my backup. All right. I literally looked up the lines. I looked up the lines because that line yeah, is so yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You it's know what I'm like, talking about? The, this is Katana. She's got my back. I would advise not getting killed by her. Her sword traps the souls of its victims. I'm like, and it's like, <laughs> no shit. <Cool. laughs> it's like cool. That makes sense. And then there's and then and then they 
introduce Slipknot like halfway through the movie. He's like, this is Slipknot, the man that can climb anything. And that's it. It's like, all right, so you're telling me you're bringing a guy that shoots very well, uh, the Joker's girlfriend, uh, a guy who can climb anything. Boomerangs. A, a guy who throws boomerangs. Boomerangs, literally. And a guy, and a, and a uh, crocodile man. Crocodile man to fight uh, a Superman level uh, threat. No. <laughs> <laughs> and and so and so and someone who can shoot fire. Uh, yeah, but and who's a pacifist up until like well, maybe who's a like pacif- the very yeah, end. Yeah, who, who 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 does not like burning people alive because it, it killed his family, so he's like traumatized. But anyways, point is a bad movie. I like yeah. how Joey just like that's the most emotion we ever got him to be in any of these episodes. Probably yeah, he's it's just not great. Joey's usually very new. He's either very neutral or he's very like complacent with like even if the movie's bad but he'll still give like his honest critique on it but then no like joe just straight up just went dare i say this he went straight up full diablo on us (laughs) you you saw the the only you saw the fire yeah probably the the only cool character by the end but he dies which is bullshit you saw you saw the fire that was just surrounding joe Man, I just, I want to cut, I want to say racist, but no. (laughs) Oh, it's because he's Mexican, right? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Fair fair play, I guess. I didn't didn't say Katana for you, boy. (laughs) Well, Kelvin, Katana in the movie is just very sort of like along for the ride for no reason. She she doesn't really play a significant role whatsoever. No, she just she personally. Just, I feel like they only added her because she was Asian and they needed an Asian on the team. They needed a checkbox. That's all they probably needed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you haven't noticed that. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure. No, Deadshot no, no, I did. I did notice that. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure Deadshot himself in the comics is white. He is white. Well, no, he's either white or Hispanic, one of the two. And they just made him Will Smith because they really wanted Will Smith. I mean, you know, semantics. Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, yeah. God, what do I, what do I start with this? All of all of, okay, all of the origin stories and their transitions was like you know, like Joey mentioned the edits. It was that was terrible. That was really bad. Um, the uh, was it the whole uh, the whole romantic. The, the romancing of the Joker and Harley Quinn, how Harleen Quinzel becomes Harley Quinn. Like I, we, we all, I mean, we all know the story. We all know the mm-hmm. story of how she eventually becomes Harley Quinn, but the whole, like that alternate reality scene to where everything's normal. Uh, they have a baby, they have a kid together, and it was... Oh, you mean the, 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 the dream sequence that they had? The dream sequence, yeah. The dream sequence. Um, another dream sequence. That was... That was poorly done. That, that, that scene itself was very poorly shot. Uh, well, I'll, I'll give you this, Kelvin. They, they tried to romanticize what essentially was already established as a, um, abusive relationship. Yeah. There's, yeah. There's no relationship. There's... There, there's, there's nothing like even if you, even, even if you're, even if you were to romanticize, you know, 
such the abuse the abusive relationship that is Harley Quinn and Joker in that the way they uh expressed it out though from me it was yeah yeah it was it, it, it was seemed a it, little it, it didn't fly for me yeah it was very it was very awkward it was very awkward and even to a point to where like um uh was it called um Joker's uh helicopter was eventually shut down we all know oh he didn't die but he just crashed and you know that's that's pretty much it like that's the last we see of Jared Leto's Joker basically for the entire film the entirety of the film that's it yeah the moment his copter his his plane his bird goes down that's all we see of Jared Leto's Joker that's it like whoa we don't know he died but clearly you know with Joker surviving many deaths Listen, the you know how much money Jared Leto goes for. You can you can just use him for a couple of scenes. You gotta use him entirely. Exactly. So, All right, so I guess that's that. That's, that's uh, that's my take. Yeah. All right. So once again, I agree with everything you guys have said. Um, I can't really find anything good in this film. For personally, I've I think I said this before. I think Suicide Squad is worse than Batman vs Superman. Um, I think we forgot to mention how this, the whole editing, uh, we both mentioned, Joey mentioned how bad the editing is, but I, forget, I think you forgot to mention that this was edited by a whole different team. It, not necessarily. It, this, I, I know what you're talking about, that uh, there was the original like cut, I guess, done by, uh, then uh, they brought in a trailer park studio, or like a studio and its trailers to edit, do an edit of that. And the Suicide Squad we got is a combination of that, of both uh, edits. So okay. it's not necessarily like somebody else, some random, yeah, B team was brought in to edit the thing. It was a, uh, it was more of a combination of that. But yes, that's definitely the reason why it's so wacky. Yeah, and not to mention the tone sh- tone shifts for this movie was really apparent. A lot of the acting was very stiff, especially uh Joel Kinnerman's um. What was that character's name? He's usually one of the pe- person. Rick Flag, right? Rick Flag. He was he, Rick he Flag. was Perry Stale. They wanted me to <laughs> this relationship, this romance that he had with with um fucking Enchantress. was just weird. That yeah. was just weird in general. A lot of the stuff was like just going down to the planning and stuff for it was really dumb. Um, everything you guys said is basically what I would say. Though we forgot to mention one thing, and I, and we're all about to go off in the next few seconds. Jared Leto's portrayal of the Joker. Yeah, not great. Mm-mm. I think we said it before. Sending used condoms and bullet shells and rats to people is not the Joker. Visual yeah. appearance right. of the Joker with the tattoos and the with the poorly placed tattoos. Um and yeah, because because I think we all agreed there was one tattoo that made sense, which is the with the hand laughing one, where he like that makes sense. Yeah, like the, that. That's, that's the only the, tattoo I approve of. Yeah, because like, he's trying to hold back laughing, he's like, oh, <laughs> kind of stuff. But it, I'm like, you know, but it's like the big smile you would see. Visually, in the yeah, visually it makes sense. The one that upset me the most was the was damage <laughs> plastered on his forehead. I don't and. And every time I think of Jared Leto now, and I think Jared Leto Joker, that's all. That's all I can think of. It's just the, that's it. That's that's literally all I, can, I can't even think of like the whole. This okay. That's the 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 big smile on his hand. I can think of it for maybe 
briefly, but after that, it's just Dude, that big no, old damage on his forehead. Here's a, <sighs> the whole take on the Joker was just not the Joker to me. This Mm-mm. it just didn't. He just seemed weird. It just seemed like out of place. He didn't have the right. I'm, I'm not saying he couldn't do it right, but he just took it the wrong way, and a lot of people just went along with it. A lot of the cast didn't like him for that, and like Jesus Christ, the fact he he even he hates it. But uh, just to end before we give our um re- our um, review, you guys do know there's apparently the, a call for the Ayers cut, right? Well, yeah, yeah. But to be fair, I think he started that himself. To be fair, and there's already a, basically a director's cut of the film anyway. So there is. I don't, I, yeah, I, I figured. I figured eventually there would be. I it's it's more of like, like. I don't know, like it. It would probably be the like the original, I guess, idea for it. Probably would be more. Yeah, because tom- would probably be more in tone with Batman v Superman, and I don't think anybody would like that. No, we did not like Batman v Superman. So we you know, we don't want to go back to that. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to go back mm. to that. So Joey, your score, then Kelvin's, and then mine's. All right. So my score, I am giving this. A two out of ten. The only reason why it's not a one is because, god damn it, Will Smith saying that's not true, that's a lie. She's lying to you is like so fucking funny to me. It's just like it, it brings it up. That um, and the katana line too. The katana thing is really fucking funny. Yeah, I'll yeah. say this: you can make fun of the movie all the time. Yeah, see, like you know, like if I had nothing, if there was no enjoyment, then it was probably a one. But there's still, there's just so many. There's that. There's a little sprinkle there's like so many little bits of like this is so fucking stupid how the hell did they even think this was going to be like taken super seriously is just so funny to me so yeah that's why it's like a two out of ten for me i think we forgot another line what that uh we're some kind of suicide oh yes (laughs) oh yeah oh my god (laughs) will smith just like what are we some sort of suicide squad Cut it to credits. They said it. Movie's that, over. That's literally it. No, 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 he should have said it while looking at the camera. What were you, some kind of suicide squad? squad. <laughs> oh my god! Just put on the the CSI glasses, like yeah. All right, but yeah, no, that's, Kelly, that's, you're, that's, you're, that's fine. Your score, yeah. Before we start doing the the yells. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm I'm giving it a one. It was it was it was like like there was no good to like to not even to salvage, but to even the whatever thought you have that the movie was possibly good or decent out the window, just thrown out the window. Just that's it. I'm just here's the thing. We we were able to find some good in Batman vs Superman. This one. There, that there, tells you something. That tells you something. There's nothing that, like I said, there's now nothing. Now you see why I wanted to do the good and the bad. To salvage, to salvage, or to pick at, or anything. So a one. Hey, Dory said it only gave it a two because he could laugh at it. Yeah, exactly. In reality, I think we're. I'm with you. I give it a one. <laughs> God, because like. No, actually, no. I'll give it a two because, like, I, I'm able to laugh at it too. Yeah, but you know, 
it's still pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, it was. It, it only gets a two because we found because I could laugh at it. Mm. So now, now let's move on to an actual good DC film. Yay! Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Now someone's got to do the twirl. I don't have a spinning chair, so I'm not doing that. So <laughs> I have one, but I'm fixated in one position. So yeah, I'm too lazy. <laughs> so Wonder Woman. Um, Wonder Woman. Yeah, like once you start, you could you just can't stop now. Can't, you can't right? stop. <laughs> you, you just can't okay. stop. Gal Gadot, perfect. Her background is perfect. Everything was like, you know, her experience, her prior experience before. Hold the up casting. now. Hold up now. I know where you're going with. She. Yeah. I have issues. Really? Yes. But we'll get to that. Okay. Sorry, start off with the review. But aside, but you know, not to dog, not to to overthrow what Kevin said. Gagado was great. Yeah. Her her experience helped out with this film. Like, Joey, mm-hmm. you're talking. Uh. Yeah, so Wonder Woman is pretty. I thought it was a solid film in my book. Um, it, it serves as a pretty, you know, decent origin story for her, and at least sort of like because out of out of the uh, big three of DC, Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman has always been sort of like the least like focused on, probably because like given her like background of being sort of very entrenched in like Greek mythology and stuff like that mm-hmm. it's, it's very it's very hard i guess for for that to translate well to uh a modern audiences without mm-hmm. like you know completely upending her origins mm-hmm. like what i've seen like what like what's been seen like i think what the original 1970s tv show like i'm pretty sure they didn't with linda carter yeah was it linda carter yeah i'm pretty okay, sure it was linda carter, yeah. yeah but it, it's it's just it, it it just works very solidly like if you know, you get like the sense of who Wonder Woman is. You get the sense of her uh, abilities, uh, her personality, what she see, what she feels she needs to do to fight for mm-hmm. the right, and you know, for humanity and stuff. Uh, the backdrop, I, I think, a lot of people have already mentioned. Like, it definitely feels like they really wanted to do World War Two, but they didn't want to seem like a Captain America ripoff, so they pushed it to World War One. And I think it's a it's a good choice, especially considering there are like moments where they sort of like do grapple with the complexities of World War One, which is uh, a lot less black and white than uh, World War Two is often. Portrayed. I'm gonna get to that. Keep going. All right, but yeah, it's it's pretty solid. I think some of the only negatives I have uh, are sort of like the last like third and it's you know it's we'll probably delve into that a bit later, but it's all kind of it, it's kind of like odd. Um, there are like, I think something else that I probably might have an issue with is just sort of, uh, um, kind of like the childhood, the child acting, but that's just like child acting in general. Sometimes it's either, you know, pretty fine or no, you get a Jake Lloyd from Star Wars. Yeah. Oi. But you know, it's besides that. Um, I thought it was a solid film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Delvin, your thoughts? Um, 
you know, like I said, uh, Gal Gadot bringing her prior experience into this definitely helped her roll out. Um, you know, that that's what I that's what I actually like about some of the um, some of the um, I guess big action films, so to speak, um, is when uh, act you know actors they've already bring in you know prior experience, not necessarily in terms of acting, but in terms of uh combat skills in terms of like you know stage fighting in terms of every, yeah the physical aspects into the character to where it, it it will make the character shine more and make the character pop more uh into the screen visually and you know bits and pieces of storytelling here and there and then with gal gadot's take on wonder woman it it, it basically it, it explained it you know pretty well um her or her origin story to growing up on are being born and growing up on Themyscira and then going into the human world, man's, you know, man's world kind of deal. Um, uh, it was location wise, uh, or like locations of where they shot at visually. It was, it was fantastic. It was spectacular. You mean, and, uh, uh, you mean a CGI area? Yeah. Or <laughs> I mean, still like visually yeah. it, was, it, it was, it was good. Um, and I did out of, all the iterations of the, you know, the relationship between uh, Wonder Woman, you know, Di- I guess, yeah, Diana Prince. Uh, Steve Trevor. And Steve Trevor. Yeah, out of all the <laughs> iterations. I thought you were, uh, like, trying I was, to I was getting into it. Yeah, I was, I was getting into it. Um, out of all the takes. Like, yeah. File. Right? <laughs> uh, out of all the takes, uh, you know, there, there's been many different takes on the relationship between Diana Prince and Steve Trevor. But out of all of those, I'd say... This one would probably, you know, this one was actually a pretty good, pretty good, honest take. It was a pretty good, honest, um, you know, iteration. Personally, I feel like the animated movie did it better. What's up? I feel like the animated movie did it better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but visually wise and just showing that relationship on, on screen, on camera, uh, I feel like, yeah, it, it, it did it pretty well. Okay. So. You you guys do know in this one you can talk about the bads too, right? No, I've already mentioned my, at least my critique. Okay. Oh, I didn't I didn't know if it, if we were doing good like good first and then bad or if we're doing both. Yeah, I think that's my bad. I feel like I should have clarified, but no, that was okay, more for well, the other two because like we're because it, it tied in nicely to our way to Suicide Squad. So but yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah. Do you, do you want to say your bad or are you, are you good? Uh, yeah, I guess my really my, my only bad was the um. Cause yeah, it's gonna be with Joey. It's gonna be that uh uh towards like the last fifteen twenty minutes of the film. It's like that ending, mm-hmm. um was a little that was that, like it like it's like the, that hype wave was just riding. It was just kept going up, and then towards the end, it just dropped. And it was like okay, out of like just building all, all up to this final epic moment, and it just drops. You know that was that was just my that was it for me. All right, so for me, um. I I agree with everything you guys said. I feel like I've repeated myself down a thousand times, but again, we're all in agreement about this film. Um, I one thing I always I always enjoyed about Wonder Woman was that she was able to incorporate a lot of Greek stories. I'm I'm a big fan of Greek mythology. I like mythology, so seeing that was great. Seeing her relationship with Trevor was also great. So she had this, huh? Tricking me with something, I know that. No, I but, uh, so uh, seeing her relationship with Street Trevor was great because, like, she's she has Wonder Woman, Diana Prince, has this sort of wide eyed, you know, view of the world. It's a very like good and evil kind of situation, 
you know, if you're good, you're good, you're evil, you're evil kind of stuff. Steve Chara coming from that world where it's not as it's not as like that. It's more um, gray, especially when you consider the way um, the use of color in the film. Thamascara is all this big, beautiful. There's a lot of color. Then once you get to like the human world with like all the cities and the war, it's all gray tone because it's not supposed to be yes. it's not as clear as cut, which is great. I, I like most of the characters. I feel I feel like most people tend to focus on Wonder Woman, though. They're forgetting that Steve Trevor is a big part of that. He, like, Steve Trevor, for me, was the heart of the movie. Wonder Woman was the soul. Like, you, you, this is her movie, but we never forget, like, the importance of Steve Trevor. Yeah. Now, my big issue with this movie, and it's the reason why I, I don't, I say... Wonder Woman was an okay movie. It wasn't the best, as everyone's saying. It's not the best, as Kelvin has been explaining towards it. And that has to be with its story. So, essentially, if you know the history of World War One, it's not so clear-cut. There's a lot of backstabbing. There's a lot of intricate stuff going around. It's, it's war. And you knew that was going to happen when Wonder Woman eventually killed the supposed the person she thought was uh aries mm-hmm. and she's like now all hum- all the humans will stop going to war and stuff but that's not what nope. happened and that's when we get this great speech from street trevor that says you know yeah i mean that's how we are but that but you just can't just focus on the bad there's so many good there's People who there's great people, there's a lot of love and all that, all that stuff that you would hear, and it's great. It's such a meaningful moment. It's so important. And then they had to screw it up by introducing the fact that Ares is actually the one who planned the whole thing. Yeah, that Ares planned the whole war. You got rid of your theme, threw it out the window for air for this whole bullshit with Ares. No, fuck that. You had a very, you had a very emotional moment. You had such a great moment explaining it. Yeah, you know what? People are shitty, but that doesn't mean. Any, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't like be happy. There's a lot of good things in the world. Some people are shitty. Some people are good. That's just how life is. It's not clear black and white. It's all gray. But no, now that you revealed that fucking Aries was responsible for all the fucking shit, then what was the point? What was the whole point of that speech? <laughs> Aside from yeah. and the whole like Zack Snyder esque fight at the end, I mean, just like whatever. But that really <laughs> just took me out of the fucking movie. Yeah, it was, I was I was with this movie a hundred like all the way. When it got to that scene, I was like, "Oh, oh man, <laughs> that's I like what you said there. That's very inspiring, especially if a if a child were to watch this." But now you threw it away because of fucking Aries. You need you need to have the big battle with Aries. I feel like it would have been so much better. personally for me. I feel like it would have been a much better experience if Aries came in and was like, "Yeah, I didn't do anything. This is just them. I'm just along for the ride." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I Which I, I often get like people ask me like, "Why didn't Why didn't you like the movie?" Because well, that's my reason. Because like you threw away your theme. A very important thing about Columbus storytelling is your theme. What is your, what is this message you're trying to send? 
It's a clear cut message, a very simple message, but you just threw it out the window mm. for a big fight scene. Hey, that's my take. Yep. <laughs> Kevin was like, "Okay, I didn't, I didn't think you were gonna go there." I I, I honestly didn't like. I, I knew it, it it had something to do. I I had a feeling. I had a tiny pocket feeling. It had something to do with uh the the, the big word. oh who was who was really Aries in you know who was really Aries. I didn't even have uh, an issue of, of like the whole Aries reveal, but my whole issue is that I'm like no, I've actually I'm the I actually did orchestrate World War One, and someone mm-hmm. who likes history, I'm like, the fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's fair. That's fair. I still so, enjoyed the movie. I still enjoyed the movie. I'll give yeah. you that. I'll say that. <laughs> I, I, I shit on it because I feel like that's the thing that you. So, yeah. So I, um, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I just I. That's the thing I feel like it needs to be addressed if you're trying to tell a story that you if you have a theme that you want to go with, go for it. But you essentially, if you've done that, it essentially ignores the film. But said, but aside from that, I enjoyed the majority of this movie. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so, in terms of ratings, since we, you know, I think we can all agree on, um, in terms of, it's higher uh, than most. Yeah, it's 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 higher than most uh, of our of our film so far. And mm-hmm. let's go around. Uh, I guess we'll start off with Eli, since we all have, you know, we said it was pretty much good. It, like we only had like maybe one yeah. or two bad things. I mean, yeah, um, that we didn't enjoy. Yeah, I'm giving it a seven. Okay. Because like that, I mean, like again, I enjoyed the movie. It's a solid movie. Yeah. But that thing really bothered me. I was just like, why? Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, Kelvin. I guess uh, we we did a reverse because we we started off with Joey. Now we're going with me. Okay, but yeah, Kelvin. Uh, <laughs> middle child. Yeah. Seven and a half. Joey. Um. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with the seven point five. Yeah, that's 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 yeah. sort of where I I, I would lean towards. Mm-hmm. All right, so the next movie is Justice League. Yeah. Mm. Okay, now... Okay. We, were, we, we were climbing out of that hole. We, we just saw that light. We were like, we're almost out, guys. We're almost out the hole. And then... And then someone puts a big, giant boulder in front of us and locks us in for the cave. I was going to say, someone threw a rock at each one of us, and we all fell back down to the, to the bottom. Okay, yeah. that, that works, too. Someone slipped and we all fell. <laughs> but uh, as you uh, have, you guys seen our thoughts on like um, the Zack Snyder situation from the, the previous film? That is still a thing. Um, it is a jumble mess. Um, we know that Zack Snyder had to leave because of um, personal his, issues, personal issues yeah. with family, mm-hmm. and so a lot. Of stuff I, I, I guess, I guess, in a way, since we already kind of did a review for, I mean, League, we but, didn't like, really. We we just gave our thoughts on why and stuff but we can just break bullet through um bullet through um just give everyone's quick take yeah good and bad enjoy give us a good and bad mm-hmm. uh i mean the good is it's it it is very sort of like i don't know it's definitely not like i enjoy i guess somewhat the lighter tone just because it's sort of refreshing yeah it's a bit refreshing and and i yeah um <sighs> I think uh, Ezra Miller's Flash was pretty alright, in my opinion. Tilly Ryan's. Yeah, it's a bit odd. Um, and, uh, I mean, Wonder Woman, uh, Gal Gadot, does her best to try to carry the thing. Jason Momoa as Aquaman is uh, 
pretty all right. Although I think I think he sort of kind of nails gets it down by uh, Aquaman, which you know makes sense considering it's a solo film. Um, Victor Stone was the actor's name. No, Victor Stone's the character. Victor Stone was the character. It was uh, right. what was, was the actor's name for Cyborg? Because I got I, it. I got it. I completely forgot. But I think he did all right, and it is a bit of a shame that he feels a bit uh like more of a MacGuffin in 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 this movie but anyways i mean i it's i mean, i will admit there are some decent like looking shots in this movie um but it ray definitely suffers, it definitely yeah, I, I was saying. ray fisher, I got chris ray fisher I was like, yeah yeah, yeah i got chris cyborg for a reason yeah but yeah, Ray Fresher, I think he you you saw it and it does kind of suck that he probably isn't gonna get a solo film anytime soon. But you know. But yeah, uh Yeah, but he was real happy about that uh about the Snyder cut though. Possibly, maybe because they're he's probably the only actor they can pay for the to get for extra reshoots. But yeah, um yeah, but besides that, like you it definitely suffers from the the from the uh the, the Two directors. Two directors with two different visions. It there there are you can definitely tell Ben Affleck was not at his A game and just really wanted to die. Pretty harsh. I mean, yeah, but like you know, he just he just he he wanted out. I think by that he really wanted out, man. But yeah, it's all kinds of. I mean, Stephen Wolf is very mad as a villain. Um, and yeah, you know, it's just, it, it feels like I, 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 looking at it, you kind of, you kind of understand why some people really wanted to see the Snyder, wanted, wanted to see the Snyder cut. Cause they feel like at least with the Snyder cut, we'll get like, you know, Zack Snyder's, I guess, version of what he would, would have wanted and uh, maybe it would have, uh, with a consistent tone, maybe it would have been better. Although, I mean, we already discussed our takes on that in like a couple episodes ago. But yeah, you know, Justice League is very sort of, uh, it's kind of like one of those things of like, you know, it's sort of wasted potential. Mm-hmm. You, you know, like, you know, like this could have been something really, really amazing. Yeah. Like the first yeah. Avengers movie. But Sadly, circumstances and various other things uh, caused stars to not align and for it to be a very sort of uh, no bueno. Mm. So, yeah. No, no bueno. No me gusto. Kelvin, your thoughts? Uh, I'll be short and simple with this. It's, you know, we kind of did somewhat of a take um, with the the, um, Snyder Cut recently. With our Snyder Cut episode, uh, good. Really, the only thing I can say about good is, uh, you know, yeah, it is the bringing of you know all all the heroes together now into you know one one film with each of the each of the heroes having their roles and stuff. I felt like some should have deserved more screen time than others. Uh, I felt some had too much. I felt others did not have enough. And uh, what happens, Kobe, when you're trying to rush a a team movie and not do it as kind of how Marvel did, where they gave each of them their own time, but so by the time they all teamed up, you kind of knew who the characters were. You, exactly. Yeah, I I felt like a lot of you know, like there there's 
for hell for for Flash and Cyborg. Like, yeah, we know who Flash and Cyborg is, but like, you know, in but that's in because term- we we either seen the shows or read the comics. The general audience doesn't know. Yeah, exactly. The rest of the people who you know who who enjoy superheroes but don't know the actual origins of the superheroes, you know, it it felt really rushed to me. And then uh, my only other take was storytelling was could have been a lot better. Storytelling was very was very dry, and I felt like a lot of the action scenes were very. Um, I don't know. I I felt like it was recycled, if anything, with the Batman with. Batman vs Superman, Wonder Woman, and I guess what we eventually our ne- our last film would eventually be is Aquaman. It's very dry. Uh, it's very, you know, action scene was, was not, not, not getting into Aquaman. Well, not yet, but um, yeah, just yeah, storytelling, storytelling, storytelling could have been a lot better, and action scenes to me was it's a little bit dry. Yeah, Eli, your take. The only thing I could say is, aside from what you guys have said, is that really there was they tried to scrap up what could be a kind of meh movie, but it still kind of not really changed much. Mm. You know, with two directors, yeah, you have two different visions. It's like two artists trying to draw the same thing one after the other. It's going to come out not looking right. It's that's just, and I don't want to say the laws of nature, but it's just how it is. Mm-hmm. This movie in itself kind of just didn't really make any sense. Not none of it really felt like anything was happening. No one understood what mother boxes were unless you read the comics. Yeah, no one, no one understood what what a mother boxes were unless you read the comics. No one understood. Mm-hmm. No one knows who Steppenwolf is unless oh, you read, read the comics. comics. Yeah, so really, like they didn't have, to, they didn't really do take any time to explain anything. Mm. I knew what was going on, but like. It's only again because I read the comics. You can't really do that when it comes to these films. You introduce them to an audience that has never read any or doesn't have the time to go and pick up a book. That's how it's. Sh- that's why Marvels kind of did it so well. They were able to explain who Captain America was, who what is his ideals, who Iron Man is, what is what's he all about, what Thor's about. Here, just all you know is really. I feel like you should have focused on the other characters more than aside from. Well, leading up to just the, I feel like you should have focused on the other characters aside from Superman and Batman because we all kind of been like done to death by them. Basically, there's been too many Superman movies and too many Batman, especially too many Batman movies. So we kind of already know. Um, probably the only thing I, one of the good things I would say is they finally got Superman down right. Even After though, it's not enough. even though it's not later, enough, even two films later, and it still wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. I mean, no. like, none of it kind of pans out with Superman, and they kind of just throw away mm. a lot of the stuff they have planned for it. But again, that's because it's we've come, we've already discussed this for the Snyder Cut. But yeah, you know, like I was, I was happy to see Superman being Superman again, being a little overpowered, motherfucker. Though I will say, I did find it funny when me and some uh, classmates were talking about the movie. Mm. Um, I had a classmate who was talking about how. Because he's read the comics, he knows how Superman, how strong Superman is, and his girlfriend was, uh, who's never read of one, but it was so interested. Wonder Woman, she was like, "Oh yeah, Wonder Woman's gonna beat him up." Headbutt. Oh <laughs> it goes, my god! He told me that, and I was like, "Dude, that's just funny." And and we're watching it again. I was like, "Man, that's still pretty funny." 
it's just uh just the idea like i got this the the one scene the one scene that really got me was uh was jason momoa going the whole whenever he was telling the truth and not realizing he was sitting on the last of yeah. truth the whole time <laughs> that, that scene got me <laughs> oh yeah so joy your rating all right. Uh, for me, it is a. I think it's right down the middle. It is a five out of ten. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, I think there's there is definitely some things that you could salvage from this, but there's just a lot of things that really brought the experience down. And it's just a very uh, mediocre film, all things considered. Mm-hmm. Coven. Uh, I'm gonna go with Joey as well. It's a five out of ten. Just, just you know, yeah, you know, there are some things that were visually it was good, but just like. You know, at at the end of the day, it's all about, you know, the storytelling and the themes that has to go along with it that carries along with the visual with with the visual aspects. You know, like you can have flashy things, uh, you can have a whole bunch of flashy things, but if you don't have a solid uh, construct, you don't have a solid storyline to go with it, you know, to, to carry it along from beginning, well, I think middle, the problem and end. Is, I think the problem is, Kelvin, is that they kind of threw that all, all out, all out out the window because yeah i i, I think i felt was, that i think too. what was said i think what was said was that the earlier dra- the earlier screening they could have done with just league was unwatchable you know it's they said it was unwatchable it's so that kind of makes me think like really nothing could have been saved and you seeing it how it turns out it was just like uh you know yeah where did he go i don't know Oh, yeah. So it's like it's it's just basically unwatchable, and like no one could have done it, right? Doesn't matter who it was. Yeah. So you, Kelvin, you said five. Joe, you said five. Yeah, I'm giving it a five. Mm -hmm. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I I give it a five. Mm -hmm. That's that's. I think that's the first time we all became in agreement on the rating. So it's, uh, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, we all agree on something for once. All right. So the next film we have here that was released was good old one. I was say one woman. Aquaman. <laughs> I was say Wonder Woman. So it's, it's still stuck in my head. <laughs> but with, with the theme song. Wonder Woman. I forgot to say, I didn't like um, Wonder Woman's theme in the movie. Initially, I actually liked it, but whenever they started, like, it was just on repetitive. It was, yeah, it, it, it started, you know. Listen, yeah. Junkie XL, love him in Bad Max for your rub. He was kind of okay in this one. But no, um, so Aquaman, Aquaman's first uh, live action movie, the, t- the movie that tries to make it sa- me- seem like he's not a joke. Well, we'll see. Joe, your thoughts on Aquaman? A uh, Man of Water? Yeah, I remember... I, I, this movie was alright. Um, I think... It, 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 yeah, I think it does try really hard to be like Aquaman, because, you know, everybody in pop culture it just sort of makes fun of Aquaman, because it's like, oh, he can talk the fish. But it's like there's more to him if you looked at him, you know, in, in, especially in the comics. Like, you know, there's more to Aquaman than just oh he talks to fish. 
No, there's there's he's he's, he's just a, look up. I was like, look up every joke family joke family guy has ever done about Aquaman. Yeah, and also I mean, uh, robot chicken as well. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's just you know, like, the movie definitely tries really hard to make Aquaman cool, and I mean, you know, some of that I feel like kind of succeeds to a certain extent. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of interesting, cool visuals. You know, all the, the the whole being underwater thing and like the character's hair moving like it's underwater is kind of a neat uh visual effect. Um, there's a lot of like interesting. I mean. The whole like them going to the Sahara to find stuff. I don't know. It's like a weird fetch quest with uh, um, the trident, the trident and stuff. Um, them having like Black Manta in the movie and having being sort of a supportive villain with, against the with uh, Aquaman's brother, the Ocean Master, uh, is uh, certainly interesting. I and mean, you know, it is. I will admit, it is kind of cool seeing Black Manta being in a movie. Um, but uh, yeah, and I think the final like uh, third act uh, with the whole like underwater like battle sequence is neat to watch, especially with the the Aquaman coming in with a giant like Cthulhu like monster, like a Lovecraftian monster. I, I, thought, I thought you were gonna say him riding the seahorse. <laughs> yeah, I do vaguely remember that, but the seahorse. It was less like an actual seahorse. It's more like a dragon-looking thing. So it's you know yeah. again trying to make Aquaman and his in his world. It was it was it was, uh, it was a it was a Cedra and Kingdra. It was a bunch of Cedras and Kingdras, if anything. Yeah, yeah. That's a Pokemon reference. Yeah, exactly. They weren't they because they weren't really they weren't really seahorses. They were dragon-looking. Okay, cool. So a bunch of Cedras and Kingdras. Yeah, pretty much. All right. All right. Only Kingdra is a dragon type, though. Cedra is water type. True. You need a dragon scale and to trade. Very true. Like, not like I'll ever do that. But, anyways, yeah, I think <laughs> it's an overall uh, solid film. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. I think, like, I think the only criticism I think I could take from it is that because uh, it's directed by James Wan, who of uh, Fast and Furious fame, and uh, there are definitely some interesting shots that are very weird like the uh i think the fight scene between uh uh aquaman's mom against the atlanteans that was weird that was yeah it looked very odd i can definitely see what they were trying to go for but it looks super weird at least in the theater i don't i don't know how it looks like on a rewatch on like a home tv setup but yeah it was very weird i remember you had an issue with with how uh, norm just went out like i am the ocean master Oh yeah, I think it was mainly because I was just like, I was more. It was more of like surprise of like, wow, they actually he's actually going by the name Ocean Master, because <laughs> you know Ocean Master is a very dumb name. It's a very You're wrong. Poor, it's a very You're poor villain's name. Yeah, and he's also, a good villain. <laughs> I mean, the justification of like why why it's why he's called Ocean Master. He he's the master of all the seven seas. Yeah. You know, he's like, I am the ocean master. It's like, it's it's a delivery too. Yeah, but, it's it's kind of it's it's kind of cheesy, and I think I, I'm, I'm not sure. Sh- I'm aside from speaking of cheesy on a on a quick side tangent. I don't know if you guys remember um the that one animated cartoon, Batman the Brave and the Bold, and how they introduced the ocean master, the ocean master in that version. Yeah, uh, I remember that. but the way they it's like from now on, call me 
Ocean Master. And there's like this big old Cthulhu looking octopus with horns on top of his entire body. I'm like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, yeah, but you have to remember he's from like this, he's from a different era where everything was kind of cheesy. True. Yeah. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Those are my thoughts on Aquaman. Yeah. Kelvin, yeah. your thoughts? Um, let's see. I'm trying to uh, gather stuff here. Okay. Uh, you know, I guess storytelling wise, you know, it was, it was decent. It, w- it wasn't great. It was, it was decent. It, it got, it got to the point. It got to, um, explain a lot of things, you know, essentially, you know, about Aquaman and his origin and how he eventually becomes King of Atlantis kind of deal. Um, and, uh, visual wise, of course, um, it's, I mean, now these days it's all about the CG that, um, that, that takes, that takes part of the attention as okay. Like where we focus on that, we tend to focus on that more than the actual storytelling. Um, but I guess in this case, the CG eh, works, it works, it works, it works well with it. It, it, it works, you know, decently well with it. And, uh, um, yeah. That's that's just my take on uh, Aquaman. Yeah, for me, I thought I'm with I'm with Joy. It's just an okay movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fun, I guess. It's just like I'm main. My main problem is just how the story kind of goes, and it just kind of they're supposed to like sympathize with like um, Aquaman to a certain extent, but at the same time, I remember, motherfucker, you left someone to die. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Like that's that's the thing that always got me. I'm like, wow, we're supposed to feel bad for like you losing a f- parent, but you just you're the reason someone lost a parent. Yeah, yeah, I do. Remember, yeah, I, yeah, I kind of forgot about the the whole like he basically killed Black Manta's dad, so now he's the Black Manta. Yeah, which is like so. Yeah, and hearing Black Manta's like, help me, help me. He's like, nah, nah. Don't feel like I, I need to go grab some beers with my dad, my living dad. Yeah, but he doesn't have he, he doesn't know where his mom is, all right? Also the reveal that the mom's alive was kind of dumb for me. It was uh, interesting, I guess. Very interesting. I remember you were bothered by the whole like under under the earth, under the the right, core. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Under the core there's like dinosaurs living and you were like, "No." Yeah, I do I do vaguely. It was like weird too cuz like, you know, they it's like underwater but there's like basically a whole living ecosystem full of dinosaurs also under the water. It's like, I, I, I get it. It's supposed to like mirror, like, like the journey to the center of the earth and all that stuff, but it's still kind of like really dumb to me, especially because they don't explain it. Like, I mean, I get, I get it. It's a superhero movie. Sometimes they don't explain things and you're just supposed to suspend your disbelief, but it's just sort of like, where's, where's, where did this come from? <laughs> I will say I do like um, James Wan's use of imagery, like that scene where like um, they're going down the water and like oh yeah, and all those like weird like fish monster people trying are to get following them. him with the with the and all coming has is the red light going down yeah the yeah and I was yeah. like oh yeah there are some neat visual oh, that's, shots that's that's a that's yeah. that's that's oh wow that's a great visual shot right there you that part that right there wall. is like yeah. That 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 that's one that's one of the visual moments that got me was was that particular shot yeah yeah but now like I said the parts I'm with Kelvin parts of the story just didn't make sense um, mm-hmm. reveals were kind of dumb um but yeah it's it's pretty okay so our review uh 
Okay, so I guess my rating would be a solid seven. Makes sense. Yeah, you know. Calvin? I'm going to give it a six, six and a half. Really? A six and a half? Mm-hmm, yeah. Just because, like I said, uh, the visuals and the storytelling, you know, it work hand in hand, you know, but when you tend to overuse it, it tends to, like, you know, downplay I think you the story. Mean kinda, I think you mean, like, it just... Uh, it, uh, there are points where it doesn't gel well together. Yeah, it 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 doesn't. It like in some moments it did. In some moments, storytelling and the visuals, yeah. it, it did. But just a good chunk of it, it it didn't mix well together for me. So for me, I'm I'm gonna give it a a seven two. It just it's just fine. It's fine. It's fine. Fine. And uh, now let's move on to the last one, which is. Shazam, formerly known as Captain Marvel, of many other Captain Marvels. <laughs> Literally, you can. I'm pretty sure there's a Wikipedia page of like every superhero that's been named Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Good lord, there's just good lord. Not a lot yeah. of originality in the comic book industry. Well, really. it was the golden age, so that happens. But um, let's move. Let's go with our thoughts. Joey, you start us off with. Your thoughts on this film, Captain Marvel? I think Shazam. Goddamn! Because you because you said Captain Marvel before, and I just immediately went with that. But yes, Shazam is, I think, a really good movie, and that is like the, which is uh, the only time I've said that in this entire time discussing any of these movies, and I I really enjoyed it. It like. Like, I don't know, there's, like, a sense of, like, like, it fits so, like, the tone fits so well. You really do sort of sympathize with uh, Billy Baxton. Mm-hmm. And it really does seem like, oh, yeah, this is what a kid in, like, modern times would act if they were given, like, these powers. Like, this is obviously what they would do. Uh, lightning, lightning from my hands. Yeah, you lightning know. Lightning from my hands. Phone's charged. Your phone's charged. Yeah, it's, it just it feels great. You know, uh, Zachary Levi, I think, is yeah. uh, who plays the bigger... Zachary Levi, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he plays the bigger version of Billy. Uh, I think does great uh, sort of portraying sort of that kid wonderment and stuff. Um, his, like, a do- like his uh, foster siblings mm-hmm. are all sort of, like, you know, they all, they all have their roles. Mm-hmm. And, you know, oh, and I will say, like, the child actors are... You know, aren't annoying which is good mm-hmm. you know it's pretty solid um cute at times debatable uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah, yeah uh you know it's I, the, the dynamic between them and billy and like the foster parents it's all great you know you sort of you you do feel like they become a family you know mm-hmm. um the villain itself is also like very interesting mm-hmm. like um I forget what his name is. Um, trying to remember off the top of my head. But his uh, whole deal of being like, he, uh, you know, wanting to have the Shazam, the, the powers, uh, but not Dr. being... S- Dr. Savannah. Mark Strong is the actor's name. Yeah, yeah, Dr. Savannah. Like, him being like, you know, basically becoming, wanting those powers... Uh, not getting them and releasing those seven deadly sins things or whatever, uh, you know it's 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 a solid uh, use and and you know it's just 
it's just a really fun movie, you know, which is like, again, like it's fun because it's good, mm-hmm. not like fun in that I can laugh at it because it's so bad. No, it's fun because it's an enjoyable like mm-hmm. ride of like good superhero stuff. And I think uh, it's probably the best of the DCEU films. Mm-hmm. Kelvin, your thoughts? Um. Oh, I'm good, by the way. I know you messaged me. Um. In, in whatnot, it was that, 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 that was for us, not oh, for someone to hear. Um, you know, with 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 Zachary Levi, uh, I thought, you know, because you know, knowing Zachary Levi as an actor, uh, I knew he was gonna bring a lot of the his his comedy along with him essentially into the role of of Shazam, uh, Billy Baxton, and um, you know, now. To have him, you know, as you know, as Shazam now, I, I felt like his comedy played really it actually played really well into the you know the whole it's it's kinda like the whole like uh you know uh if anything Captain if anything Shazam was more of like the kind of like the how to you know how to be a superhero yeah, for you, you almost said Captain Marvel too. I know, son of a bitch. Uh you know, for Shazam, it's it was like a whole like, oh hey, oh wait, what the hell? I can fly. Oh, I can shoot lightning from my from my fingers. It's like you know, it's like the it's like the whole like how to be a how to be a superhero for dummies. Um, that's I felt like uh, you know Shazam was like a good visual representation of that. And you know, there's a lot of the scenes that in, entails the whole you know of him trying to get the, trying to get the hang of things of being a hero or you know what it means to be a hero kind of thing. You know, and it's mm-hmm. more than just okay, yeah, having powers and just you know you know saving people but it's like there's a lot more that comes with it too and i like uh you know and i like the zach zach levi's take on it so yeah so i guess it's my turn um i did not expect to enjoy this movie as it was you know when it was when it was you know marketed to to everyone it was like it's a superhero movie of big if you know what big is it's the tom hanks movie where a little kid becomes Tom Hanks and he's like adult in a kid's body and all that stuff. Uh, weird, some weird stuff happens. Yes, but now um, this is probably one of the most family. F- I wouldn't say family friendly because there's a, but because there's a there's a lot of tone stuff going on. You know, you get a lot of lighthearted stuff, but then you get a really messed up part where you see a woman get disintegrated slowly and screaming in pain. I was like, holy shit, that's terrifying. <laughs> And and like you have that opening scene where um the dad literally just goes off on his kid, and I'm just like, that that got too dark, <laughs> that got hella dark. But then you but you still have some of the lighter moments. You kind of get the whole family sequence, as Joey says. You know, um, everyone sort of like come together and they all kind of respect, love and respect each other, and they're kind of giving that to Billy. And I think, and just the storyline with Billy with finding his mom was probably one of my favorite things, and a nice twist. It's not like not a big. I mean, when twist comes, people kind of big like have that whole big reveal. Now you can you can have a very small twist, and I think this twist was nice. The mm-hmm. whole reveal that um his mom um lost him, but no, she actually just abandoned him on purpose yeah. was like one of like the best. Not to say it's like a really good thing to do, but it's like one of the best reveals in in the movie it's just like it's so tragic and it's the way it's handled it makes it makes it very emotional because you see you start off from seeing from his perspective like he's just a kid who's like 
see his mom's all happy and like you know he has like these good memories but in reality they weren't that good she was a struggling mother she couldn't do it so she decided to give up her kid and the moment where you try to give her like that little pen the little um uh what was it a compass it was like some sort of like uh prize he wanted like a yeah it was a pr- the prize that he won that he treasured because his mother won it for him he tries to give it to her and he's, she doesn't even remember what it was i think that was like a very powerful moment and because at that yeah. moment he realized what what who his real family is and it was the Fauster family yes and then they all become the the shazam family i'm like yeah can't wait for the rock to show up as black adam oh yeah oh we're all excited for that oh yeah and yeah i really enjoyed this i can't really think of any negative it's probably just random tone shifts but sometimes the tone shifts kind of worked but yeah Yeah. maybe the i would say probably the villain's a little weak in some areas but he's kind but they kind of make fun of him at the same time Mm. also what you guys think of the reveal from the postcard scene oh yeah uh the caterpillar yeah, that was. Uh, uh, the, uh, what what's what's that villain's name? It's like, uh, it's a very um cheesy it's a, name. It's 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 a caterpillar. It's that it's that caterpillar with a radio on his neck, right? That's how we talk. Yeah, yeah. I'm t- I'm looking it up right now, but it's 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 an established like villain for the character, and yeah. um, I'm trying to remember what exactly the the name is it's taking me a while and here we go it is coach by it oh they don't have the name on it but they they mention it ah fuck anyways yeah i wasn't able to find it Mm. because i went straight to the to the page and it just didn't give it to me Mm. then um joey give us your rating for this movie i give this movie a solid nine out of ten. Nice. It is that good. It is mastermind. That's what it was. Mister Mind. Mister Mind. Yeah. Mister Mind. Yeah. <laughs> I typed it. Also, I will say, like, I am like very excited for a Suzanne sequel with that because it's sort of because because I think I've uh, I think we I might have mentioned this before, but I just love the idea that people. Just, uh, just feel that DC is the dark and gritty, like, like of comic books. But then you have this movie where the setup for the next villain is a fucking caterpillar that talks. <laughs> Comics sometimes they do some funny shit, but when you when but when you put that stuff on the big screen, it's sort of just like, how is this a thing, and why am I enjoying this? Right, but yeah, on. yeah, me nine out of ten. Uh. Again, you're reading. Uh, yeah, um, you know, <clears throat> I would say just, you know, I don't want to sound a little too biased on this, but just Zachary Levi as you know, playing Shazam, uh, you know, bringing his at this point, Kevin just asking to marry you. I, uh, <laughs> you know, for me, um, you know, yeah, I'm gonna give it a solid nine and a half out of ten, uh, just because. Uh, you know, this, you know, all the characters they intertwine really mm-hmm. well with each other. Uh, with the villains, with the whole, the the, the whole villain uh, and hero, uh, the whole uh hero and villain battle of, of uh, Shazam and Doctor Silvana, um, and eventually what we're gonna get in the next sequel, so to speak, is you know, uh, we're gonna see either Mister Mine or Black Adam. Yeah, either or. Uh, but still, uh. 
great story overall. So yeah, nine and a half. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a a, a nine and a half with you. It's just it's a really good movie. I can't think of the last time I've enjoyed a movie from DC this well. And you you guys already know our thoughts on um um what was it <laughs> Birds of Prey. And if you haven't watched watch the episode, we have an episode out of that. Yeah, go check it out. So this is the yeah. part where we give a ranking to all these films. We all just look at the films and talk about why we would place them on where they are. Now, I will say to this, I feel like some of us are will probably place us one of them a little higher than we than compared to our actual rating, but that's because because of um our sheer enjoyment of it. But yeah. Let's start off with Joy. Or yeah, let's Joy give us your your ranking. My ranking for all the DC films. Uh bottom of the barrel for me. The bottomest of the barrels is obviously Suicide Squad. Uh, it is at the bottom because it is a bad movie. <laughs> um, after that, I would probably say Batman v Superman because it is also a bad movie. It has some redeeming qualities to it, but not enough in my opinion. Uh, after that, because how many movies are there there's like at least eight. Okay, so not enough for top ten, but you know. Yeah. After that, are we should we include Birds of Prey or Yeah, let's include Birds of Prey. It's part of it. Okay, yeah. This might be a bit of a spoiler if you haven't seen the uh review of it, but yes. Um I believe for me, I I would I would put uh Birds of Prey here. Mm-hmm. Just because I think I remember just talking about how it it doesn't feel like it innovated itself enough. It feels like a Deadpool knockoff. It and you know I and you know it just feels like it has a lot of mm-hmm. issues in terms of marketing. And I think yeah, and I think that's for me. That's how it is. Uh, after that, I would say Man of Steel. I think you it is, did you say Justice League already? Oh, did I? No, you didn't. No, I didn't. Oh, okay, you know what? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, Justice League is on here then. Yeah, Justice League. It's sort of the middle of the barrel for me um it had a lot of potential and sadly because of various circumstances it did not reach that potential mm. and it is not that great of a movie um after that man of steel uh started the whole thing and set the tone and uh, i feel like uh warner Brothers has been trying to course correct ever since and is barely recovered from such a, a tone thing in my opinion anyway um then I would put Aquaman there, mm-hmm. uh, I guess, as number three, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Uh, you know, it's a solid, fun movie. There is a bit of issues with it, but, you know, it, it's just a fun little ride if you want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, I would say Wonder Woman, just because it does, I feel like it is sort of like that, sh- like a small glimmer of hope of like, this is what the potential of the DCEU mm-hmm. is. And you know it de- it has some its problems obviously, uh, but I think it you know it definitely holds itself up on its own. Um, and then you have Shazam. I think is the best. I think it is what Wonder Woman. It, it is the light that Wonder Woman uh, shined on. You know, it's like Wonder Woman. This is with the potential, and here is that potential fully realized. Yeah. All right. I like that. I like that ranking, Kelvin. 
Yeah. All right, so on the very bottom of the barrel slash pit, Suicide Squad. Uh, then after will be um, Justice, uh, Justice League. No, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Actually, actually, let me switch that. Uh, Suicide Squad. So starting from the very bottom, um, Suicide Squad, uh, Batman v Superman, Justice mm-hmm. League above that. And then afterwards, going on forward would be, for me... Uh, Man of Steel, uh, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, and then taking the top of the cake, Shazam. What about Birds of Prey? Birds of Prey, I would put that in between, I'd say... Yeah, you forgot Birds of Prey too, didn't you? I know. I Jesus Christ. Like, I, I keep forgetting, like, Birds of Prey. Like, we didn't, you know, we already did a review, but, like, I forgot this also part of DCEU as well. Uh, Birds of Prey, I would insert in between um, probably... If anything, uh, Aquaman and Wonder Woman. It's like, like that little middle slot right there. Really, you put it that high? Actually, no. I'm sorry. Um, Justice League and uh, uh, Aquaman, like that middle slot in between them. All right. Yeah. So my take. I think we already know the bottom of the barrel is going to be Suicide Squad. There's no. Yeah. There's no explaining there. <laughs> Then it's Batman versus Superman, which we already know. You already know my thoughts. Then taking that slot next would probably be Birds of Prey. Because I feel that movie just didn't know what it wanted. It tried to be a lot of things, but just didn't really care enough. Or just didn't really know how to focus enough on where it should be. Then above that would probably be Justice League. Because at least I found, at least I can laugh at Justice League. How stupid it can be. Mm. Okay. And again, that's some of the things I mentioned that some of it might be uh, accurate, some of them might be be accurate. After Justice League would probably be let's see Aquaman. Because I feel like it's like one of the things Aquaman I liked it, but it wasn't just it wasn't as much as I would have liked it to be. And above Aquaman would probably be this is gonna be a little controversial. Because mm. the next two what I'm gonna talk about. Because the next one after Aquaman, I put Wonder Woman. And that's mostly because of what I said earlier, because of the theme. And after Wonder Woman is Man of Steel. Mm. Okay. Because many times when I rewatch, like I said earlier, Man of Steel, I still get that, like, that emotional moment from the beginning of the films. And even, and like I said, my, my disdain for it has wavered, so I kind of like, put it in a better place than Wonder Woman. Mm. And as uh, as we all agree, Shazam is probably the best one out of all of them. Okay, it does it does a great job of introducing a superhero to everyone who's never seen any. Yeah. So guys, we've basically almost reached a two hour mark. Holy crap! Yeah, that was that was long. Well, it's eight movies. Yeah, true. But still, yeah. like, I mean, we well, were able. Seven, we got to give our talks, and not to mention there was a good chunk in the middle. Where we had to like go off on a cu- on a couple of these. There was some where we went up. We just went off like we just couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. We couldn't hold back. Yep. But no. Um. But yeah, it's essentially it's a the, these movies. It's easy to shit on them, but honestly, it's one of those things where incompetence was clearly a, a thought, a thing going on around um, Warner Brothers. In reality, I feel like most of these movies could have been great. Especially if you look at the source material, if you know, have someone who knows it and 
knows how to knows how to implement it in a way for audience who's never read a comic book to be reintroduced to, to be introduced to this world. I feel like it could work. Um, that being said, the comics and animated stuff are better. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that probably makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, go check out Bat- Batman Under the Red Hood. The All-Star Superman movie, which changes some stuff, but it's still pretty good. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's been fun. So, let's end it here. Kelvin, tell them where they can find us. Tell them about our social medias and all that good stuff. So, once again, ladies and gents, uh, no, again, I apologize if I've been like very distracted towards the end because I'm just checking my messages and whatnot because you know, parents and stuff. But, um... You know I'm editing that part out, right? I know. Uh, but, uh... You know, our social medias. So we got Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And, you know, we got we got all that wonderful stuff. You can follow us that. And, of course, for our visual listeners, uh, we have our YouTube channel. That's, that's, that's up and running and active as always. Uh, like, comment, subscribe. Leave us your take on maybe, you know, what's, what's your ranking of the DCEU films. And for pot, in terms of podcasts, we have... Uh, Spotify, Castbox, Google Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, aka aka iTunes, um, Pandora. Uh, I think I listed all of them. If not, um, but pretty much anywhere where podcasts can be heard. And if you are on that Apple Podcast slash iTunes, slap us with that five star. Um, you know, hit that notification bell on YouTube to get notified of all of our videos that get dropped. And of course, last but not least, ladies and gents. Um, we got our Patreon page that it's still that is is still up and running. If you guys have been wondering about it, it is up and running, and we greatly appreciate any kind of support to help keep uh, the Geek Insurance running and such. So, yeah. All right, all right, and it's been another fun one. We got some more stuff planned out the week. Um, please support us in any way you can, whether it be from Patreon, um, just giving us a like on any of the social media platforms that we have. Or, you know, just sending us whatever you do you can. But, you know, it's been fun. We hope to do this again. Um, Joey, start us off with our goodbyes. Well, it's been me, Joe. And it's your boy, Kelvin. And it's been your boy, Eli. And we are the Geek Centurions. And we are officially signing off for this episode. Peace. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.